Wolf. Little Bow Wow, Little Bark, as I like to call him. Little Wolf Wolf. Wolf Wolf, the sound of the many Rottweilers that Mr. Putin has in his. <laughs> in, in his, his personal fear. He has it in his domicile. He also has many golden retrievers in his gulag. In his gulag, you know, very much like the first prisoner of the gulag, Airbud. <laughs> yes, Airbud's done very bad things. He's teamed up with Pussy Riot on multiple occasions. Fucking pussy. And welcome to Bambi Podcasting. Oh my god. I don't know what the fuck that was, but that's that's how we're starting, I guess. Oh my god, that was great. Oh my god. Yo, Airbud and Pussy Riot. <laughs> Airbud and Pussy Riot. I guess that's one way to start the episode. Alrighty, folks. Welcome to Mambi Podcasting. Hello. Alright, wait. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels of all ages. Welcome yeah. to Mambi Podcasting. I am your host, Brandon, joined alongside I'm Carlos. And I am also Chris. Hello guys, that was that was the thing. That, that was an, that's an I don't intro. I don't even know this is gonna be the intro. I hope it's the intro. You, it's you, be, just leave it in. Fuck it. I don't know where. I don't know why. Actually, this is maybe podcasting hosted by Dimitri. <laughs> yeah. and Dimitri and, and then and Sasha. Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey man. Hey, hey man. One of the listeners is actually Russian, so you might get offended by. You won't get offended by this shit. What's it get offended by? Huh? Russia owns. Uh, what's it called? Owns they us. own all the information, I believe. <laughs> Now we're just being offensive. Yeah, yeah. Those Russian Today checks are going to stop coming if they don't, you know, uh-huh. they don't like what they hear. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, just, I, just got, I got a text from, I got a text from Vladimir. He told us to stop. Okay, okay, okay. He also okay. said follow us on Instagram, at Podcasting. Yo, 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 yo. Uh-huh. yo. We sold out. You can start giving us a chance now. Yeah, fuck it. We sold out. Russia, Russia Today sponsors this podcast. Yeah. Um, and Vodka too. And uh, Absolute Vodka sponsors this podcast. Uh, New Amsterdam. Uh, what, what flavor Absolute Vodka? Um, uh, pear. Uh, blood flavor. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Idea for Bloody Marys, you know that? Mm-hmm. Tomato yeah, juice? Yeah, you know, Bloody Marys, are, they're a very good drink, you know. Yeah, they pair well with a New Amsterdam, with a with any type of vodka. And like some tiramisu, you know what I mean? Are you like Are you like tired from like your run? Just take a swig. It's like like you just, just finished you, you just finished working out you just finished like a very high intense workout mm-hmm. of um, being on the stairmaster for forty minutes just five good shots of vodka would yeah. make you feel and like, like a, good and like, and, and, like, and, and, and like a little tomato juice would be fine oh can I tell you guys tomato juice in your eyes yeah 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 yesterday I went after because on Sundays I'll usually go to work and mm-hmm. just to clean some shit up and stuff get things ready for the for the week mm-hmm. and after that I went to you know we had, I had dinner I brought I brought my mom and my sisters or whatever and we went to Viva Margarita Cliffside Park fireplace you want authentic Mexican food in New Jersey mm-hmm. um, I went there I had two big ass margaritas and I left drunk on a Sunday I'm like oh shit I have work in the morning I was like ugh this isn't me I broke a glass I'm like oh fuck oh, you broke a glass that's great god it was messy how did you break a glass oh, my butt bumped into it they put us in like you know how like they have like the bo- you know how they have the booths and then they have like you know one and a half is like booth and the other half is table. It was kind of packed in close together, and they put a glass like on the like right where like I was gonna walk. And me being me, uh, I knocked into the glass by accident and it broke. And it was a big it was a big fucking thing. I was like, oh no, I'm sorry. I'm not drunk. I promise. I didn't drive. Mm-hmm. So at work, at, um, I think a couple days ago at work, I accidentally like launched like a soup bowl at least like three feet by accident. 
How over your head? Yeah, no, it's like it's like all right, so all right, so all right, so I was I was refilling soup bowls, so like I was holding a big tray of soups, and like and like since like they're so heavy, like they bended like like the uh, like the tray bent like like downwards, like a downward, like okay, yeah, no, well, yeah, like yeah, like yeah, it bent that way, like downwardsish. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> you know, down like a bowl, down like, down like a bowl. So like when I put it on my shoulder, I was like walking by, and then like I put a little more shoulder to it, and like it straightened out. Mm-hmm. Like the tray straightened out, and then like that much force like gave the plate a reason. Oh, I'm bailing, and it bounced out, and it flew off, and it cracked on the ground. You're, you're are you proud of yourself? Yeah, I'm really proud of myself, mm-hmm. man. Did anybody did it, when either of these instances happened? Did anybody yell Mazel Tov? No, I yelled it out. Good asshole. What's up with that? He's a he knows he knows his audience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I you on the other hand, like, oh, I'm sorry, pussy. <laughs> one of uh, one of uh, I think um one of my coworkers was serving wine to someone and um and then and then she proceeded to spill like a glass of red wine. Jewish and, like, like tacos. I didn't see anybody there hmm? that looked Jewish. Why would I say miles tough? So you're saying Jewish people don't like tacos? Are you assuming I'm that asking Jewish people, people don't like tacos? Probably not. I don't know. If, I don't know if the meat's kosher. Maybe they can't eat it. I don't know. All you gotta do is just get a rabbi and be like, "Hassalamu alaikum." That's more offensive than what I. Do. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Muslim? I don't know. That was... That's Muslim, isn't it? I think that might be removed. It's Polynesian. I think it might be removed from the fucking this episode. Hassalam alaikum. Oh my god, stop. Don't say it, dude. (laughs) Hassalam alaikum, don't boink for free. It's Barbie, bitch. You know? If Nicki Minaj could say it, then we probably shouldn't say it. Yeah, yeah, no. Mm -hmm. If Nicki Minaj would say it, you probably should say, oh, maybe I should... It's like if you saw Nicki Minaj at a club, should I still go here? I don't know. Did Nicki Minaj really say that? Yeah. No. Assalamu alaikum. Don't boink for free. It's Barbie. She also said she'd take the whip to China to race to race in China. So. Assalamu garbage. garbage all around. Alaikum. Wait, wait, and this is off like her most recent album. Hey, fuck off. Assalamu alaikum means peace be on to you in Arabic. I don't know what it meant. You said it in a problematic voice. Assalamu alaikum. Machayim. There you go. Was that, was that problematic? I don't know if it's problematic uh, or not. Machayim? Machayim isn't problematic. Yeah, you're going to go the Lola. Yeah, that's fine. You need the, you no, need no, no, he's, he's good. He's good. He's getting the good throat action. Why, why are you like, why are you? <laughs> <laughs> Had to make it a dirty joke. Had to make it a dirty joke, man. What the Listen, hell, man? man I wor- you know, I'm just going to stop. <laughs> I'm just going to stop. I'm 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 going to you're saying it like you're like you would if you just like eat, ate a red onion salad and you're trying to get some you're trying to make someone mad like burn a hole in the newspaper you get the hot breath. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Burn Are you jealous? A, a little bit. Yeah. yeah well, I'm a wee. Be. I'm a wee bit jealous. Yeah. You're a wee bit jealous. A wee bit jealous. Yeah. A wee bit jealous. <laughs> you can't do it. So you're telling me you're not only Hispanic but also Jewish because you got the. <laughs> I'm a I'm a Jewish Hispanic man. Okay, I respect who, that. Who knows Arabic? I respect that. He's cultured. Mm-hmm. I'm cultured, bro. Yeah. You're, you're, you, you guys have subscribed to Membi Podcasting, the most cultural, uh, culturally correct, culturally See? correct podcast. Uh, we love all cultures, and I'm not gonna say anything that's gonna be problematic because I thought about it, but I was this, like, no, this, the, 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 not the, a good idea. The past seven minutes have been a little problematic. Eh, it's fine. Say the least. It's fine. And then we were we offending Russians. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Oh, what wait. If, what if they have shooters out there? What if they have shooters out there? Oh, my shooters retarded. Mm. 
Russia. Don't lie. If Russians want to come through and murk us because we said some shit on this podcast, then pull up, y'all. I got a sword. That's all I gotta say. Y'all pussy. You won't do shit. You won't do shit. You have a toy out all of Russia. Yeah, you have a toy cube. It's not a sword. Shut up, man. Send some. Send some nigga named Oleg in a fucking uh, tracksuit. Get cut up. Send yeah, Olaf, y'all. Turn that nigga into a snowman, bro. to <laughs> <laughs> Put him under some light. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let it shine, bro. All right, so we were just riffing for, like, what, 10 minutes now? Uh, Should no, have been no, riffing. No, no, no. It was, like, eight minutes, but, like... <laughs> but, like, yeah, episode 15, guys. Yeah. Episode 15. So, we're back. Uh, the, tr- the NBA trade deadline just passed. Um, there's some shit in politics going on, but nothing really that important right now. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. So what should we start with? Uh, we guess we'll talk right. We're, we'll talk right about straight the trade to the deadline. Jungle, like like what happened at the trade deadline. What, like, I guess what? We'll, we'll, it's before we. But I say before we get into like what what the what exactly happened during the trade deadline. Who went what? Who went where mm. and stuff like that. We'll we'll talk about you know we we'll talk about Anthony Davis and his whole situation because we were supposed to we promised an episode for Thursday if. He got traded, and he, he, did, he did not, not get traded. And he, three o'clock rolled around, and there he was still on the Pelicans bench. He, he was still still sitting there. And so, what do we think about that? What do you think about that right now? All right, so the, so like the, I think the weird thing right now is that the since the NBA has started incorporating more anti tanking rules because of like the Sixers like trusting the process and like tanking like beyond beyond but beyond belief process like, complete yes process is kind of complete now and like like the uh the mb like the league has deemed it fit to find the pelicans like 100 grand every game if they sit anthony davis so 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 in order to, in order to prevent the fines from actually happening what what's going like um like the pelicans are like like the pelicans are playing anthony davis, like the pelicans are starting ad but they're only playing him like the minimal amount of minutes so yep. he played 25 he, yeah 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 yeah, yeah, he plays twenty five. They pull. He plays twenty five for like three quarters. They pull him from the game. Game's over. That's just how it be. Mm-hmm. That's just, like that. That they have. They pretty much are. Um, you know, like the whole the whole trade deadline rumor storyline that was going on was you know Anthony Davis obviously said that he wanted to uh, be traded publicly. Got fined fifty thousand dollars for saying that. Mm-hmm. And you know it raised it raised eyebrows all across the league of like who's gonna offer the biggest package for Anthony Davis and that everybody thought including us I was I was sure of it I was sure the Lakers were gonna acquire him and they 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 offered they offered the whole fucking kitchen sink the Lakers kitchen sink bro they went straight into the bathroom ripped it out and like here this is what you want you want our whole young core. You want Kuzma, you want Lonzo, and you want Brandon Ingram. We'll give you Rondo. We'll, we'll give, give you Slan Stevenson, and we'll give you, I think the first one was three picks, right? Yeah. Three first-round picks. Yeah. We'll, we'll make it happen. Just give us only Anthony Davis. We'll even take on salary mm-hmm. if that's what you need to get. Yeah, and we're like, like, let's make it happen. And then, you know, Wash was dropping bombs. Wash, bomb, 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 bomb. He was dropping bombs. He was saying, oh, you know, the Pelicans and uh, Matthew Johnson are still in contact, you know, Wednesday afternoon, uh, like even like Tuesday afternoon, they were talking about like, oh, they're still in contact, this and that. Yeah, Wednesday after, yeah, yeah, Wednesday afternoon, they were like, oh yeah, like oh, like Wednesday afternoon, Watch was like, well, like Watch was tweeting, oh yeah, um, the talks have like yes, have, have de-escalated, have yeah, like because have set down a little bit. Pelicans started like, you know what? We want more. The, we want more. So how about you give us all that, and instead of three first round picks, we want four. Yeah, they wanted four first round picks and four second round picks mm-hmm. each. So basically, they wanted the Lakers' next four drafts. Mm-hmm. Basically, every draft from 
this year, 2021, 2023, and 2025. They wanted everything. That's a lot. They were asking the for so eight picks, right? Eight picks. In eight total. picks and five players. Yeah. Am I bugging? Nope. You're right. Five players. Eight picks and five players for Anthony Davis. I mean, Anthony Davis is a super valuable player, but I like think Anthony Davis mm-hmm. is like a top five player in the league, and like and like and and like people have always theorized what would happen if a top five player in the league demanded a trade. I think this might be the first time in a while that we've ever had a case That's like this. That, yeah, with as much time as much time as he has left on his contract, yeah, because Anthony Davis does like a year and a half. With control, yeah, deal. yeah. Mm-hmm. So with a superstar like that, still on the what's it called? Still on like a, on a on the a rookie four, max, yeah. On a rookie max deal, still someone who's like um, what's it called? Who's still young in their prime, asking for a trade like that? It's gonna demand a lot, a lot. But I don't know, if, you know, that's four drafts over eight years. That's it. Could have been easily the most historic deal that's ever that's taken a, place. That's, that's like, like that's on like that like that's on like the same level as like the, the Billy King deal with like Billy I, King. No, and, like, I, well, I think that's an order of magnitude higher because you give away four drafts. Four you're giving away four, eight picks. Your whole, your whole that's starting your future, yeah. line gone. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, that, one, yeah. That's half the rotation. That that's half Anthony the rotation. Davis. And it was the biggest. It was the biggest. And like Lakers were like, you know, this might be a bad idea. You know, I, I don't. The Magic Johnson was just like you're, you're joking, right? Magic Johnson and LeBron. Mm-hmm. Let's all be real here. LeBron was playing chess while everybody else was playing fucking Connect Four. Mm-hmm. All right, last summer when he joined the Lakers and he was picking up these pieces, he knew he knew Anthony Davis was going to be, like, somewhere along the line maybe joining the Lakers. Yeah. So he was just like, I need to pick role players that are – that I need to pick key pieces. I need to take, I need to take pawns that'll, that'll get me to the king. Yeah. That is Anthony Davis. And um, so LeBron and Magic Johnson were like, yo, maybe this is not a good idea. And then the trade talks, the trade rumor just like started cold. diminishing. They, went, they, went, they were they were they were cold turkey by Thursday. They were cold Thursday morning. Waj was, was tweeting out that uh, talks have literally just stopped altogether. It went silent. Yeah, you know, and I think phone calls stop mm-hmm. and shit like that. I think that in this case, nobody comes out looking good here. Um, I think the Pelicans especially. I think they totally destroyed their leverage in any deal they might want to make this summer mm-hmm. because they made it clear like, oh, we're not going to take uh, what's it called? We're not going to take. Uh, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, or uh, what's it called? And Lonzo. And Lonzo Ball. We, it's like we, it's like we don't want three young players, and three draft picks, mm-hmm. and salary relief. It's you like want- we don't want. It's like we don't want any of that. And I think that what they've done now is they've just they've put themselves in a position where they're going to be too good because mm-hmm. now they're being forced by the leagues to play. Um, they're being forced by the leagues to play Anthony Davis, so they're going to be too good to get the number one pick. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're going to ruin their chances of getting Zion. Mm-hmm. And if they're holding on for the Celtics to get their assets, the Celtics' assets don't look, don't look as good now because they're not going to have – the Celtics are not going to have the Clippers pick or the Memphis pick because both of those teams are going to be – it's going to be within their protection. So mm-hmm. the Memphis pick is protected top one through eight. Mm-hmm. And Memphis is currently projected to finish sixth. Um, so they wouldn't get that pick. Mm-hmm. And for the Clippers – um, that one is is lottery protected, meaning one through fourteen. Mm-hmm. And the Clippers trade away their best player, trade away their best player, Tobias Harris, and um, Which they're we'll going to into later. Yeah, we'll get into that later. But he's and he's what's it called? With that, they basically cleared that we're not going to make the playoffs this year. We might be competitive, but we're probably not going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So the, the Celtics have lost two chips that they could have pushed in, mm-hmm. and now that Lakers offer is looking a little bit better. Um, because if you really think about it, it's J- like Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. If you're only going to get one of those guys, as opposed to getting two of Kuzma, Ingram, or Ball, mm-hmm. what do you what, like? What do you end up taking? 
Mm-hmm. I take the deal that gives me that gives me two young two good young players instead of one over some guys who might not even be as good as we as perceived. I mean, uh, like you know, yeah, like 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 Carlos said, you know, there were there were no winners with this with mm-hmm. this whole fiasco that went on. It was. It was, you know, it was kind of embarrassing on both teams how publicly this all played mm-hmm. out. Um, the fact that it happened so publicly and nothing came of it. Um, Anthony Davis, like the Pelicans looked dumb for trying to answer any of the calls that were there. Because now, like Carlos said, it was it, it bumps up. It's just like, what what can you offer for Anthony Davis? Because right. uh, now, you're pretty much saying that everything that you can offer is not like good enough. comparison to like what the Lakers offer. Yeah, is not is not good enough. But now Anthony Davis is now stuck in this awkward situation of not wanting to be in New Orleans and um, New Orleans, New Orleans. You know, he's just stuck in this awkward situation where he doesn't want to be in New Orleans, and um, it's just. It's just and awkward. Like, like, it's like, just like awkward like, now. And now he's on like this miniature shit. Like they, like literally yeah. the day he announced that he wanted to get traded was January eighteenth, and they have they didn't play him January eighteenth until the trade deadline, the next day of the trade deadline. Um, and, and 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 they only played the bare minimum, like how much the league actually required. No, he, he saw. I don't think he saw any time between January eighteenth and uh, the trade deadline. Right. He saw no time, and then like they were. I think, he was, out I think that, he was hurt. They were going to sit him out that Friday. Yeah, and that's when the NBA allegedly, but they said they didn't. Said that they were going to find. They were going to find. They're going to find um, the Pelicans for like for 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 uh, violating taking rules. Yeah, for violating taking rules and for uh, sitting Anthony Davis. I think it would have been a hundred a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it yeah, was I said, pay, I said it would earlier. be a hundred thousand dollars paid to Anthony Davis. No, no. Right? No, no, just, no, no, just no, 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 no. They find the organization, hundred thousand. Oh, they would just find him, and that you know that's a lot of money. Like yeah. it, you know, like for 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 a fine, that's a hundred thousand dollars. I know it's like we like it's, some it's of these like, fines like, are like ridiculous. You can, you can always say it's like a splash in a puddle for like for like for like a yeah. big team like the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like every NBA team has yeah. a ridiculous amount of value nowadays. A hundred thousand dollars is like I don't know. It's like a penny to like a, to like an actual to an organization that's not that much money, but still to get fined like that publicly every day that hurts your image. Mm-hmm. I mean, New Orleans already doesn't bring is not going to be bringing in like you know top free agent talent. Mm-hmm. But seeing this fiasco, I think that. It drives people away from. It's, like, gonna, it's like, gonna drive people away. It's gonna not want to make the people who already go to the games. It's gonna not make them come. Like, oh, because what's the point? We're not. It's like you know. We're, we're not gonna see tri- the brow play. Yeah. We're not gonna see him play yeah, on the team yeah. that he wants to be on. Yeah. That's, he's, that's, out, he's just out there because he has to be, not because he wants to be. Yeah. 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 That's the main counterpoint to um to people who were like to people who thought that the league went a little too far with finding the Pelicans. It's because it's because Anthony Davis is, is like as we say he's a top he's a top five player. He's like a, he's a generational talent. Like people who buy tickets to go to Pelicans games, they want to see Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Like it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing to like how the Rockets kept, like to, like to how the Rockets like refused to play like the, re- refused to play like a healthy mellow, or or how the or how the Cavs were refusing to play J.R. Smith. Yeah, I mean you know it would be nice to watch J.R. Smith ball, but like you know if he's not there, it's whatever it is. I think those cases are different because they yeah, both, yeah, they because agreed to stay home until a trade was found. Mm-hmm. So I think that you know New Orleans definitely hurt their own standing here, and for what just to make L.A. look bad. It's like they hurt. It's like they hurt their leverage going into the summer, and you know they've already shown. Like, say they get Zion, and as the first, as they take him first overall, they get the first, the first number one pick. They take Zion. What are you telling your future superstar if you don't build a team around him? Then this is the same shit that's gonna happen in six years. Mm-hmm. So, I think definitely the Pelicans they messed they messed up. I'm not saying they should have dealt him right away, but they should have been more active and you know getting these offers out. 
mm-hmm. and getting and, you know fielding offers, trying to see like who's actually offering what. I think they should be more active in doing that as opposed to just playing what's it called uh, chicken with the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. They so, were they were pretty much playing chicken with the Lakers, and mm-hmm. now uh, the Lakers look embarrassed. Yeah, the Pel- like you know we keep saying the Lakers look embarrassed, the Pelicans look embarrassed, and it's just you know I guess moving forward. I mean, like where do you go from here? Like if, if, you're, you're, if, if you're if you're if you're Luke Walton and you you you're watching all of this go down on TV, you're watching it all go down on Twitter. The memes they're everywhere, um, you know, like the Instagram, you know, hot takes going all around, like saying if Anthony Davis joins uh, joins the Lakers and it'd be huge, but then it doesn't happen, you know. And then you don't sign Anthony Davis, and then you have to go into the locker room and talk to the young guys that you were willing to trade, that like you were expendable. You know, you were you were you were you were trade pieces. You had to go in there and be like, "Look, listen, like, we were gonna trade you, but we didn't. So keep playing for us. Our bad. Yeah, like, yeah our yeah. bad. We didn't mean to do that. And you know, go out there and go get us a championship. I mean, I think in this case for the Lakers, it's like um, this is definitely something that you know, if they've been working to build chemistry all year, you know, it's LeBron's first year there. The, the young core has been there for two years now. Um, I think it's definitely something that hurts their chemistry like a lot. Mm-hmm. It, it, it because it showed it showed it showed <coughs> it showed early. It, it it showed early in that one game after like it, it showed early like that one game after like all like the all all of those Davis like rumors started coming out where like the team pretty much like where the team pretty much like quit on quit on quit on LeBron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like I'm pretty sure like the Lakers like lost like a gigantic blowout. I think it was. Oh, are we talking about like LeBron's biggest biggest loss of like, yeah, 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 the biggest loss of his career? Yeah, 42, 42 mm-hmm. points against yeah. the Detroit, right? Was it the Pistons or the Pacers? I think it was the Pacers. Pacers, Pacers. Pacers. Oh, yeah. With no, with no with Depot. who was injured. And and what's it called? The crowd chance like LeBron's gonna trade you. LeBron's gonna trade you. I'm like I know I know we talking, bro. If I was Kuzma, I would have been I would have been fucking crying. I, no no I would not be able to handle that. I think I think I would I, be at I would be at the free throw line fucking pissed. I'd be yelling at fans. I'd be fucking like with tears in my eyes because I'm like yo like I'm trying to play for you guys and like the way that you're mm-hmm. getting me out of it is like saying that my team doesn't want me. That's crazy. I mean, that's crazy. That's like I think that's I, fucked up. Bro. I, think, like, I think I think I think McGee went to the line and the uh, the Indiana fans treated um um, um chanted uh you weren't good enough to be it. traded. Not, not worth, worth it. Not worth a trade. Yeah, Damn. not worth it or something. Yeah. I mean, that hurts your fucking ego. It's for sure. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I feel like as a professional, yeah, really, fans are brutal. Fans are brutal. As a professional, you learn to ignore that stuff, but it's like still that's gotta be rough to hear. No, it stinks. Yeah. It's like you know, it's it's fine to like tone it out on Twitter and Instagram and social medias because all you gotta do is just not look at it. But when you're at that arena making that free throw, making that free throw, and you can't even hear the music, all you hear is like the serenades of people chanting, uh, "LeBron's gonna trade you," and that, and like, like you know, at the back of your head, you're like, "Wow, like, like literally, like this, this is like, like, like I'm not good enough for the team, or something like that. Like I'm, like I'm expendable, like and shit like that. It's sad, you know." It's pretty. It's pretty sad, and like mm-hmm. you, something like that really hurts the chemistry that the Lakers were trying to get. And, you know, especially it, since you know since LeBron was out, they're trying now. They're trying to get back into the playoff race. Yeah, which I I think is completely out of the picture. You think yeah. so? Do you think I, so? I hundred percent. Do you think believe. so? With the Pacers, with the we, I mean, um, with the Clippers taking, that means the Lakers have only they, they may only they may only start trending up uh, upwards. Mm-hmm. So 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 maybe they can slip in as like an eight or a seven seed. I mean, looking at I mean, if you're looking at the uh, the standings right now, the only team they have to beat right now, I mean, the Clippers have already fallen out. They're two games behind Sacramento. 
So, or just traded Iman. Yeah, they traded him on. They actually got a little bit better. They got Harrison Barnes. Mm-hmm. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who, who, who? Like, 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 like. What? What, what are the bottom four? Bottom I mean, the bottom four of the playoff picture for the okay. Bottom four uh, what's for the West: San Antonio, Sacramento, and both LA teams. That's your bottom four. Wow, San Antonio. Wait, wait. That's for that's for seven, eight, and seven, eight, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Yeah. Uh, go to what's five and six? Five and six. Who, Houston, five? Houston and the uh, uh, the Rockets. Yeah. Th- wait, you said Houston, Houston and, the Rockets. and the Rockets. Okay, shut up. <laughs> Houston and the Jazz. Yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. The, wait, what numbers are these? These are five and six. Seven, seven is a seven is Spurs and nine, eight is the. And eight is the Kings. Yeah, eight is the Kings. Yeah, I'm like so confused with how this how this number placement is being put. Okay, so right, so five, let's just go. Let's just go through, the conference. Let's just go five through ten. So Western Conference. Five through ten. What do you mean? Five one through ten. So uh, in terms of seeding, so five, six, seven, eight, and then the player, the teams that don't make the playoffs would be nine, ten, all the way down to fifteen. Okay. So five right now is Houston. Six is the Jazz. Seven is the Spurs. Eight is the Kings. Nine is the Clippers, and ten is the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. in order for in order for the Lakers to make the playoffs, they have to jump two teams. Uh-huh. Which should, I mean, they'll, they'll probably end up as like they'll get to nine. They'll be in a dogfight with the Kings for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. But the Kings are two games up on that spot right now. Mm-hmm. And what's it called? San Antonio's up three, and then the Rockets and the Jazz they're safe because they're up. Let's see, they're up three. No, no, they're up five and they're up four respectively. Yeah. So they're the Rockets and the Jazz are safe. The Spurs probably safe because they have Pop and they have a really well coached team. The Kings, um, they're really gonna be. It's really gonna be a fight for the eight seed. They're two games up right now, um, and the, I think I was looking at it before. The Kings have a better shot at making the playoffs than the Lakers, which is crazy. A LeBron so, team missing the playoffs. So the West is. The West has always been a bubble. Has always been bloodbath. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 what makes it more the West intriguing, isn't easy. That's yeah. what we're trying to say. Just don't even think about anything being in the West. Like yeah. just you, it's, you know, you're because walking into a war. It's, it's ten teams competing for uh, what's it called? Eight playoff spots. Mm-hmm. And some, depending on the year, it might be eleven or twelve competing for the same eight spots. Mm-hmm. And 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 what makes it more peculiar is that the Lakers and the Kings only play one more time. That's tough. So that's really tough. So if the Lakers lose again, they're not in control. Yeah. Best. So like, yeah. So like, if the like, like if the Kings beat the Lakers when they meet again in March twenty fourth. Okay, yeah. that's far. Yeah, about yeah. a month from now. Yeah, mm-hmm. month literally and a, a month and a half from now. Yeah, a month mm-hmm. and a half from now. Like, like if if the Kings win that matchup, like then you can probably assume the Lakers are not going to make the playoffs unless the team goes fucking nuclear. Mm-hmm. We're like we're like LeBron decides to like carry the team. So he's gonna literally do what he's doing, what he did last year, which isn't gonna benefit him because it didn't work out last year. It's 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 really interesting. Like the same, like a similar thing happened last year with like like the Cavs was happening to the Lakers too. It's where it's but LeBron where, hasn't taken over yet. No, no, that's, it's, that's it's, a good thing. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, like Lebr- it's not like LeBron is like taking over with this play yet. It's like people know that like it's it's like the Lakers know that like it's like coming into the deadline. The Lakers knew that that. That LeBron's influence was like looming over them, and le- and that and that LeBron can like just demand a trade, and like like demand to get to get those players traded whenever he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here, so here's the thing: the <coughs> Lakers have the ninth hardest schedule going forward, meaning that the rest of the teams they play, they all have like a winning percentage over 500. So they're they they have a tough road ahead of them. They play. The okay, bu- so well, the All Star break's coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But after the after what's it called? Just like their toughest opponents left. They play the Bucks twice. They play the Warriors again. They play Tough. the Raptors. Awesome. They play Denver, um, and they play OKC. Mm-hmm. My dumbass was about to say the Broncos. He said Denver. I was like, Broncos. Yo, LeBron, yo, LeBron versus Von Miller. Yo, he got this. Yo, I mean, compare, I mean, compare with the Kings. They have like they have the 18th toughest schedule left, meaning that you know their schedule is not as hard. 
They only have one more game with the Bucks, one more game with the Warriors, one more game with Denver, one with OKC, one with the Sixers, and one with Boston. And the rest are like bottom feeding teams. And the rest of bottom feeding teams. Yep, they play they play the Knicks twice. They play the <laughs> they play the Knicks twice. They're gonna win those games. They play the Knicks twice. They play the Suns. They right. play the Cavs. They play the Bulls. They play the Wizards. On the last as the easiest teams left, yeah. Huh? The easy, the the Wizards are the hardest, easiest team left for them. So I guess you could say solace in that fact. Yo, 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 yo. We gonna take them. We gonna take But yeah, with twenty six games left, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, like, I think the Lakers have to. T- I have to. They have to do this. They have to beat. If we're gonna see them as like a convincing playoff team. They have to beat. They need to be. They, they need to beat Milwaukee twice. They need to beat. The, they need to beat the West. The West teams first. They Hard. Need, they need to like you know. They need they to send messages. They need to beat at least. They, they need to beat the Warriors. Warriors. They need to beat Denver. They need to beat OKC at least mm-hmm. once. Okay. They need to win those remaining matchups, and maybe then we can talk about them being the playoff picture. If they can't do that, then. I mean, they play the Bucks twice. The Bucks are so good. Now they've that. Now that they've added. So the first team to 50, 40 wins. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the fastest. With a blowout against the Wizards. Yeah. They they beat the yeah, – real quick. The, back to shitting on the Wizards. Back to shitting on the Wizards. So the Bucks played the Wizards uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they scored like 50 the, points in the yeah, first quarter. No. they Well, they did that. And then they also set the NBA record for halftime points, and they scored 84 on yo, the Wizards in yo, the first yo, half. Yo, and then D- they won by 40, I think. Jesus. I, think, I, I don't think they won by 40. They won by like 20 plus. It was 148. Yeah, yeah. So like 127. What is it, Carlos? 148 to 129. 129. What's that by 40? I you're, mean, you... They, you're they they Bro, they put the fucking third stringers in, Bro, by the way, seven minutes into the fucking fourth quarter. They dropped 148, man. Huh? In four quarters. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. It's insane. If any team drops a fucking record on you, you should kill yourself. Mm-hmm. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, while, while... You should slip and fall. While we're on strength, Yo, strength and schedule come on, man. Talk, Don't be fun of wall. While we're on strength and schedule talk, uh, guess who has the toughest schedule remaining? Okay, see. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh, you guys got two against Toronto, two against Denver, one against oh. Milwaukee, and one against uh, the Warriors. Listen, I'm I can take solace in the fact that we're eleven and tw- we're eleven and tw- we're eleven wins mm. out of the last twelve games that we played. And that's good ball, yo. And the the last time you know th- this record started when Chuck decided to call us. Uh, a bunch of Girl Scouts. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Charles Barker called you guys a bunch of girl. I, could, yep. I believe that. Honestly, yeah. I don't yep. have to see a recording of that. That's yep. great. That's fucking phenomenally funny. Mm-hmm. Guys, guys, guys. Uh, guys, a piece of work. The Sixers have the uh, almost the easiest schedule left. Oh, we got, we only have two against the Bucks, one against the Warriors, and then oh my god, this is easy. Jesus Christ! One against the Pacers, one against OKC, and then one more against Boston. You guys are gonna be Boston though. Hmm? You guys are probably gonna watch Boston though. Of course. I mean, watch Boston. We can, we'll talk. We'll talk about Boston a little bit later. I have opinions on them, and uh, yeah. So I mean, in terms of strength of schedule, it's gonna be it's gonna be a race to the bottom. It's gonna be a race to watch the Lakers and Sacramento because it's they like, have yeah, it's like they're it's, close enough in strength of schedule, but the Lakers have the harder opponents. They're coming back from dealing with this whole chemistry bomb that was dropped on them. Yeah. Sac- I mean, compare in comparison to Sacramento, they're riding high. They're just play- they're playing their brand of basketball without really much any stress, any worries. And you know, I mean, this is the first time they've they've been like a winning team, like having I mean, a winning culture in almost like fifteen years. They have the longest. Uh, yeah, I think I think I the think, longest playoff drought in the league, sixteen seasons. I think I think I'm 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 pretty sure like um like like today marked the first time in like since like oh two like the Kings have been over have have been four games over over five hundred, which is crazy. That's insane. 
I mean, in the in the NBA, I think you could definitely be stuck in the middle for a long time and not really do not know what to do. Yeah, those that's like your Portland, Indiana, Charlotte. Those teams are kind of just like in the middle. Yo, man, you, said, you, said, you, you said like I feel like Portland has like four straight like four straight playoff playoff play, play first though. Yeah, they made the playoffs, but they, I mean, that's what I mean though. They're stuck in the middle. They're not. They're good enough to make the playoffs. But they're not good enough to do much more than like a second round exit. Okay, okay. Because it's happening. Mean, that's just how the league okay, works. Okay, 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 okay. I felt like I felt like 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 when you said middle of the pack, <laughs> I'm just kind of thinking like, oh yeah, like they fight for an eight seed. No middle, like middle of the pack. Like okay, they're going to be maybe the four seed, the five seed, the six seed, depending on the year. But because of the way the league works, because it's so dependent on talent and how much talent you you have, you know, they're not going to do better than like a first round, a first or second round exit, depending on the year. Which is, I mean, it's hard, but yeah, based off like based off of like matchups, like what teams are currently like stacking up right now, mm-hmm. like. So what? But wait, th- so that, that's kind of a good question. So what do you think would be better to kind of just bottom out if you know you're going to be stuck in the treadmill? If you're going to just bottom out, tank for like a year, uh-huh. try to build some assets, or is it does it make more sense to just stay in the middle? Because there's good examples for both te- for both sides. So either tr- either trust the process or like kind of like keep it fighting. Yeah, kind of like retool and reload as you as you go. Okay, so I'm probably gonna say don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably be like the the middle ground or mm-hmm. you know like can keep keep like trying to like play. Mm-hmm. And the reason I would say that is because morale is important. Yeah, for sure. And when you're losing games after games, and your your uh, and like and like like your your shot becomes bad, you yeah. know, you you're getting it. You're, you're like <coughs> now slumping into bad habits of like, of you know maybe you you know you're not supposed to tank, but if you're coaching and the and the organization telling you to like tank, you're gonna start maybe missing these shots purposely. You're not gonna care for these shots. They're not gonna go in. Gonna you're gonna shit. keep losing. You're gonna mm. start setting records of mm. how bad you're losing. People are only gonna talk negatively about your organization. Mm. Uh, ticket sales will go down. Um, nobody wants to come out to see you. Uh, everybody like you know end of the day, everybody that's joining the NBA wants to be a superstar. Everybody wants to be Michael Jordan. They want to be. They want to. They want to ring. They want a championships. It's the reason they played this game is to win a trophy. Nobody plays this game for second place. Nobody plays this game to lose. But if you're playing this game to lose, just so your organization can get assets in the future, you're sacrificing your ability mm-hmm. to win at a at a pretty consistent rate, and uh, your morale is going to go down. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be confident in any of your shots anymore, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's a, you're playing a very dangerous game of poker at that point where where like in this scenario like the house is going to win and the house is either going to trade you mm-hmm. or they're going to cut you mm-hmm. they're going to waive you mm-hmm. you know like you 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 know you're not going to be you're not going to become integral for the team yeah when if you when if like you guys start tanking you trust the process and you know. It worked for the Sixers, but like, bro, like they literally made rules so, so that this doesn't happen again. Like, 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 it, like, That's it, my like, opinion on it. like, like, it worked for the Sixers. Is like they they did a full bottom out. They, yeah. they like they sold everything, yeah. like for assets. Like, 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 like a middle of the pack team, like the Blazers. You kind of can't do that because you have like two like top twenty five players on the team with McCollum and Lillard, with McCollum and Dame, mm-hmm. and like and like, like like those would be mon- monumental trades if they sold them like like if they if if they traded them mm-hmm. in my opinion like that would be like like both players should bring back like a good they'll bring a, back a good they'll haul. bring back pieces for sure yeah. yeah definitely a good haul but like if you try to tell them to tank you like like Dame's not gonna punt a year of his prime no CG would not well, CG no. McCollum would That's not punt a year of his prime I mean I think when you have like a lot of veterans on the team tanking is hard because you know they're they're good players. 
players. They're not gonna like you guys are saying. It's like, they're, it's not gonna, like, they're not gonna sacrifice their pride or their you know their ability or like that so their organization or their or their bottom out or their like ability. I don't know if you saw like the David Fisdale quote from the other day where he said like oh you know. Like this is like this is how you build a winning culture. You got to cut your teeth against you know you got to lose 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 a lot to understand mm-hmm. what it means to win. Um, I don't I don't know if you saw what he said, what he said the other day, but those Fisdale? Yeah, yeah, he did say that. Fisdale. Something 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 to the effect. To the effect. It was kind of like maybe I want to say maybe was it was before it the trade. Like, was it, was it Fisdale before. like the coach of those Green Grind teams or no? Those Memphis teams? Yeah, yeah. he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's coaching the Knicks now, and yeah, obviously yeah. the Knicks the worst team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. The Knicks are garbage this year, dude. He lost eighteen in a row right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, crazy. Yo, their tickets today, like like in the battle of the tanks for the for the, mm-hmm. between the Cavs, yeah. between the Cabs and the Knicks. All right, like like tickets for those like like went as low as four dollars if you wanted to go to a game. It would have cost more for to get there to get there. It would have cost more for us to get there to yeah. than, city, for yeah. the t- than for the tickets. It would have cost more for us to buy a beer than to buy three tickets. Yeah, I mean, I think I mean the thing with that is just like I think. It really depends because the Sixers like okay, it was the point. Oh, the process worked. Like so, maybe bottoming out is the best way. But remember, it's like if Embiid doesn't come back from the foot, the back, all these different injuries, then the process is a fuck, is a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Because we knew he had the talent, but the thing for him was to stay on the court. And this is only like really his like third full year playing basketball at a professional level, mm-hmm. which is crazy when you consider how good he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but think of, but this that's the way I think of it. It's like they, it's like even when you even when you have like a solid plan, you need to get lucky. Mm-hmm. So that's what it is. That's, why, that's why I said it's a game of poker. I mean, that's why I, the one that I, the one rebuild that I've been like imp- not rebuild, but kind of just like retooling that I've been very very impressed with is like OKC. Mm-hmm. Like how did they recover from losing from the Kevin Durant? Yeah. And they basically managed to build the same team with Paul George. Mm-hmm. And they built and they you know they developed de- they've gotten new depth. They've gotten you know new pieces to fit around the team. They've basically rebuilt that team that they had before with Russ and KD. But now it's kind of it's actually might I'm not gonna say it works. It's working better. Yeah. But it's something different. It's it's built in the same mold, but it's different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like Paul George is playing like an MVP right now. Yeah. Russ is taking a step back, yeah. and he's having like one of his best years as like a facilitator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. 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 What yeah. is the thing that you texted? You you said you wanted to you wanted to give praise to Russ. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yeah, oh yeah. He wants to give <laughs> like you like ran into so talking you, so kindly you, about OKC. Go. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. I think uh, the new thing that Russ has done recently is he's invented a new stat line, which was coined on Reddit, I believe. Like Russ has invented the new triple quinceanera. Okay. Which is which is which is a triple double, but then instead of like just 10, 10, 10, it's fifteen, 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 triple quinceanera. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. How I many think, has he? I, I think, how many I think, has he recorded? I, I think he's recorded like two of them in like in his because he he's he's on like a nine trick triple triple doubles I believe right. Yes, he's on a record right now that I will look up. Yeah, as yeah. We that, speak and um, you know, so that that's what, that's the praise that you want the triple quinceanera. Yeah, yeah. That's a. I feel like I feel I feel like I feel like that would be like a Westbrook thing to do, man. Mm-hmm. Like like that's something like 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 people always praise like LeBron for having a LeBron line. Like, have you ever seen like have you ever heard of LeBron line? 28 points, 7 assists, 7 boards. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, 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 since Russ's like, legacy has pretty much been like predicated on the triple-double. Yeah. Like, I feel like a triple case it, It's also, he, he has 10 consecutive triple-doubles in a row right now. Yeah. After today's game. That's insane. So, like, you have, you know, you have, you have, oh, my God, he's, he's doing so good going into the break, man. Right. I mean, Russ is playing to this, like, he's playing, the system in OKC is built to his strengths. So the fact that he's got he's racking up these triple doubles it means it's working. It's like okay, he's getting the boards. That means he's pushing the pace. He's moving. He's getting the assists. 
That means players are making the shots that they make. He's putting them in the right position to succeed. So OKC is going to be like a dangerous team come come the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know if they get like a matchup with the Warriors, that's going to be it's going to be tough for the Warriors. Yeah, because they have to compete with like another like super long defense that you know they pushed in the seven. To the what's it called? It's going to be three years ago now. And if but, it wasn't for Clay Thompson going going nuclear, then yeah. changing the NBA the way that he did with yeah. all those threes that he was hitting on like zero dribbles and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, we could have had a, you know, I, I say we. I wasn't really, I wasn't a fan then, you know. But I guess I could say like, you know, we would have, we would have had a chance. OKC would have, OKC probably would have won the title that year. If, oh, if, they were if, better if, than the Cavs. If, mm-hmm. if the season ended today, OKC would play Utah in the first again. Round. Yeah. What do you think about that? We. I mean, you guys. They I would, would have, like a vengeance game. They would have home court this time. So yeah, yeah, yeah OKC. Yeah. OKC would have a home court though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because last time it was it was it was flipped. Game six was in. Utah. You think I want to deal with fucking Mitt Romney's bullshit on the sidelines? No. Mm, fuck off. <laughs> I, mean, I think OKC this year is better than Utah last year because they've taken a step forward. There's like, there's like, there's like, there's like, a, like, 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 there's more, there's more synergy on the court in like in 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 OKC. It's like Utah's taking like a step, Steven Adams yeah. stepped like stepped up. Like um, Robertson is back in. What's his name? Jeremy Grant's played pretty good too. Yeah. Jeremy Grant's a great complimentary piece too. Mm-hmm. Um, Utah shooter like, shooter's great. I want Robertson to come back so bad, man. He's Shoot, been missing. Shooter's so been long. like 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 shooter's been immaculate for that second unit in OKC too. Mm-hmm. That's what we needed. We needed yeah. a good second unit because every yeah. time Westbrook came off the court, it was it was bad news. Utah's taking a step back because Donovan Mitchell hasn't. He's he's going through the sophomore the sophomore slump, which is you know understandable. Young player, that's kind of what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's 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 still the it's still the same it's it's still the same core though. Yeah. I believe so, so. I mean, but they take a step back. There's yeah, no denying that. I think, I think, I think, I think they started off. They, they started off like pretty slow. Like, like they started off pretty slow, and, they, and like they didn't come. And like, like Utah started off pretty slow, but they never really like. Uh, they, they never really got into their stride because I, I, I firmly remember last year Utah went on like a pretty big like 50, 50 game period where they just won where they went like thirteen yeah. for two in that period. I think. Yeah. They, they oh, had, Jazz was dangerous last year. They had a crazy run to end the year last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think. Just to go back to the topic of uh, you know like teams that retooled instead of rebuilding, just look at what the Raptors did. They were gonna, they were, uh, you know they were like a, call, a phone call away from trading Kyle Lowry to the Knicks like four years ago, mm-hmm. and they're like no no we're gonna keep this core together. We're gonna add pieces instead of uh, what's it called take instead of subtracting and just bottoming out. And what happened was that you know they create they went on this run and they they haven't given up despite getting smacked by LeBron for however many years in a row. Many many times they haven't they haven't given up. They swept last year. Yeah, they even they, it's like they gave up. Um, what's it called? They gave up a, like a franchise, like a franchise star, Demar Derozan against Kawhi last year. I mean, this uh, going into this year. Mm-hmm. So you know, those are the tough. I mean, those are like kind of the tough deals you have to do. It's like you risk the hits your chemistry when you make a trade like that, star mm-hmm. for star trade. Mm-hmm. So, I, but I think that I mean, it shows that you want to win. It shows that you want to compete. So I think that's something that's valuable to players. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're making the effort to go out and win, if maybe if you're not good, if you're not good enough this year, well, maybe you know. There's a lucky break. Maybe somebody on the other team gets hurt, and you know they're not going to be there. I mean, you don't want anybody to get hurt, but they're not going to be there. That's mm-hmm. just like what happens at the end of the day. And if you have the opportunity to add a star player to you know kind of just push yourself up to the next tier, mm-hmm. then you need to take that chance. Yeah, because look, I mean that's similar. Like, what's it called? What Toronto did getting Kawhi is similar to what the Sixers did in adding uh, like Tobias Harris. It's it, it's a similar move. In it's, that, a pro- like, it's a proper. It's a proper weapon. If it kind of like, fits yeah. in the scheme, I feel like, like, like I feel like Tobias Harris is like a. He's like a really good fit. Yeah. On he like he like he's a he, he's a really good fit on that, on that Sixers team because yeah. because 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 it puts it puts it puts another shooter on the floor. It's okay. It's, so I guess before we, what was, what was the trade? 
before we get into it. So I guess we're, we're moving. We're, we're obviously like tra- talking to talk about uh, the Sixers and mm-hmm. what they did on the trade deadline, right think, before the trade deadline. I think I think the uh, mm-hmm. I think the Sixers received Boban like like Boban Boban and Tobias and the I think the Clippers got. The Clippers got, um, let's see. Zyra Smith? No. No, no. They kept them, right? No, we kept saying. So, the Clippers, they got uh, Landry Shamet, uh, our first-round pick for next year. Okay. 2021st. And they got the 2021 first we got from uh, Phoenix, last summer in the Zaire trade. Yeah. So, we got we gave up that pick. We have two picks and Landry Shamet to get. Um, Who's Landry to, Shamet? He was, a, he was basically like the, he was like the weird-looking guy. But mm-hmm. the mustache, he was like JJ. He was like JJ Redick. He was shooting, shooting. He was mm-hmm. really, really good. He's like a phenomenal shooter. He's mm-hmm. what's it called? He, just a rotation player. Yeah, he was. I mean, he like he, he, he was had, he, he was a guard, right? Yeah. It, at his best, he's probably like the third best option on like a contender. Okay. Like that's that's about how good he'll good be. How good he'll be. He's like he's like JJ Redick, pretty much. Yeah, JJ Redick has some his yeah. threes. You know, shooting. But yeah, I think that's well. that's what made the process. Time. That's what made the process work. I think it's just that you know just proper well, shooting. Yeah. At one point, it's like if you want to get into the next class of like comp- of competition, you need to go and get somebody from that class. Mm-hmm. So when the Sixers got JJ Redick, okay, we're moving up into into you know competing for whatever seat it might be. Mm-hmm. Then we get Jimmy Butler, okay, we're here to compete. Then we get Tobias Harris, okay, now we're ready. We're ready for the fucking finals. Mm-hmm. We're gonna win now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think with the, with that trade, it's basically that we just like opened up. Okay, now before it was like okay, the Sixers I thought before were. In the class below Milwaukee, a class below Toronto, mm-hmm. and we're probably about even with Boston. Um, now they're better than Boston. Yeah, better than Boston. And now they're gonna. Now they're they're climbing up the staircase to be on level with Toronto. I think they're about, they're about even with Toronto with Toronto and Milwaukee right now. Good because everyone's added everyone added pieces of the deadline. So I think you know, kind of what happens is that when everyone adds. It's like the impact of your additions are kind of reduced because everyone else made additions. Mm-hmm. So I, but regardless, I think that adding a player like Tobias, there's no. It's like last year you could have, you know, you could have double teamed Embiid, you could have double teamed Redick, and mm-hmm. just sagged off Simmons. Mm-hmm. You can't do that anymore because mm-hmm. you got Butler, you got Harris, you have shooters on the bench. This is probably this is the best Philly team in probably about twenty years. Mm-hmm. Pro- I mean, some people ever, are saying ever, ever, ever since like ever since that finals, I guess. Yeah, I mean, and even people are saying this is probably the best, most complete team since the last title with uh, what's it called with Julius Irving, Moses Malone. Like this is like this is like a legitimately good team, and yeah, once, they, yeah, yeah. once they all fit together, you're gonna see kind of like okay, this is what all the losing was was for to get this team together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. I think uh, that too. I think that too. I think I think I think despite all the additions, um, the uh, Sixers look pretty good too. Like like do they do they still play Toronto this year? Like this year have they, have they finished the series already? I think we fin- we're, we're done with Toronto. Okay, and then yeah. and, and and then and then you guys you guys can you guys can play Milwaukee once I believe, right? We play. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think I think I think it's a good addition because the main because the main issue with that because the main issue with that starting lineup in Philly is that. Before before I had Tobias Harris is that is that you guys had no shooters? Yeah. Is mm-hmm. is is, is, that, is that you guys had one shooter that's JJ Redick? Yeah. And now we have three more. Mm-hmm. So the thing that started the process was a nigga with tattoos. Yeah. Hella tattoos. And an undercut. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh Redick? Yeah. yeah. Redick has hella tattoos. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Oh. 
Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> you give me it? Thank you. I appreciate it's it. It's true. He does. <laughs> no, 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 like, Thank you no, so like, much. No, like, no, like, no, like, no, like, the whole claim is saying that Reddick feels like part of the process. Like, no, like, I'm the, I don't know. I mean, Reddick was like the signal. It's like kind of just like firing off the starting gun and be like, okay, I feel, like, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel like adding Reddick was like the first thing. Be like, okay, win now. We're gonna try to win now. We're gonna start. We're, we're, we're gonna try, we're, try we're, to start. We're gonna like, like, like. I feel like adding Reddick is like, okay, all right, we're we're getting we're getting we're getting the supporting cast together. Yeah. Together. I mean, I think how expensive is this team right now? Oh, <laughs> super expensive. Are so, they were okay? So he was last year. Uh, it'll probably. Be, it's like I think if they're if In they the facts, yeah. if they resign everybody to the max, they're gonna have 142 million committed to salary next year. And that's before Simmons is max. Mm-hmm. That's the following summer. So this is a very expensive team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're going to be where OKC was. Uh, probably higher. Because <laughs> I think once you if like okay, let's say everything works out, everybody resigns. They resign to a max deal. So it's 142 million now. Mm-hmm. Add Simmons next year. It's 25 million. It's going to be about 170 million dollars for four guys. Yikes! Which is crazy. Which is crazy. That's a lot of money. I can't even think about having that money. I can't, I, can't, I, can't, I, I can't imagine seeing that much money on like a table. You know Daniel Radcliffe, the guy that played Harry Potter, yeah. like got $90 million from those movies and yeah. he barely spent it? Yeah. He probably How could it. you spend $90 million in a, in a lifetime? Like, give me $90 million, like, give me $90 million and I'll try. <laughs> I don't have $90 million to give you. I'm sorry. Money, please. <laughs> I give you like $90 million, like quarters. Like, Hey, that's some good ass money, man. That's a lot of money. Pennies. I mean, the only reason, I mean, the only thing that would be hard is like, okay, for the Sixers, you would probably lose JJ next year. Most likely, yeah. I mean, I mean, unless unless he takes a massive pay cut, pay cut, like the veterans minimum, like two million bucks, (laughs) he wouldn't do it. Uh, 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 Philly has to win. Philly has to win the ring, though. Yeah, or at least get to the finals. If we get to the finals this year, nah, has to be the ring. Has to be the ring. No, I don't think so. No one's, gonna be, no, be no one's beating the Warriors this year. What are you talking about? Has to be the ring. Nobody's winning the Warriors. No, 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 no. As in, as in, as in, like, as in, like to make Reddick like throw away the money and and, and like and, and like like to like to make Reddick take take a minimum and like you, you Philly has to win. No, I think if, so. we, if we get to the finals this year, he would probably take the cut down to the minimum. Nah, 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 nah. Reddick can go elsewhere. Reddick can go elsewhere. I, I think you're wrong. How Reddick. many years has Reddick been in the league? Huh? He's been in the league. Thirteen ish. Thirteen years. Yeah. Thirteen years. So he's thirty three. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just about. Like, 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 like... How old is Dwayne Wade? Huh? 36. 36. Like, like... So he has, like, three three or four more years. I mean, Obviously his, out of his prime. His game is going to age well because all he does is shoot No, it's threes. like, it's like, it's like, yeah. it's, 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 it's like the reason why I said that, like, Reddick would only re-up with, with, would only re-up with Philly if, like, um, like, like, if, if they win the ring is because, imagine, like, 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 imagine Reddick signing a minimum with, with the Warriors. Why would he do that? Huh? Why not chase? Why not chase a ring? He's not. He's not at the ring chasing part of his career yet. Why not chase a ring then? <laughs> because he's not the ring chasing part of his career. He likes being in Philly. Does he really? Yes. Does he really? I didn't know Wait, that. Why do you think he took a cut from twenty three million two years ago to thirteen this year? But like, but but to go to thirteen to like one point five. I think two. Philly. No, I'm not gonna say it. Forget it. Keep going. No, I mean that's that's what I'm saying. I think if you make the finals, mm. that shows like okay, you're just at the right. You're right there. The Warriors aren't gonna be around forever. They probably got like two more years. I mean, if KD leaves this summer, mm-hmm. it's probably it. KD's not leaving. You really think so? Yeah. No, as in, as in, as in, like you really think that, like that, like that, like the KD list Warriors, like that, like doesn't win. Probably it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like KD's. The Warriors have gutted their depth so much that you know they're already in. Think about it this way: if they pay, they pay. Um, they play. They, play, play. they Steph Supermax kicks in this year, kicks in next summer. 
the 30, 60 million to two guys. And then you have Draymond to sign the summer after. Hmm. They're done. Really? They're done. Iguodala's not getting any younger. Yeah. He's probably closer to retirement than, you know, if they win again this year, he might, he might just, you know, call it a career. That is true. That is true. Well, actually, no, I think he's signed for, like, another two years. But a lot, I mean, think about it. Uh, Sean Steph Lewis, Curry's going to be a warrior for the rest of his life. Hundred yeah. percent. He, he should. He should. Yeah. He should. He should. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like Curry, like, does, like, one season, like, Charlotte for the sake of it. I'd be really sad about that. I doubt it. Huh? I mean, he's, he's, I mean, he's from there, but like, like, yeah, like, he's from there. But what connection does he have to them? Huh? What connection does he have? He's, fr- he's his dad played him. He's from okay, there. That's yeah, it. It, it finishes the narrative. His dad was a loser. Yeah, it, that's. It, the, I mean, I mean, I don't it think finishes the narrative. In my, in my opinion, I feel, I feel, like, I feel like, I feel like he wouldn't he, win he, them I, a ring. What, I mean, what's Steph Curry's narrative? He took Oakland perennial losers to the greatest team of all time. How, what more do you need to add to your legacy? Play for your dad's hometown team one year. Yeah, yeah, and then try to win. No, no, no. I think just play one season. How fun would that be? I don't know. You no, he no. wouldn't do it. He's gonna finish his career as a warrior. Yeah, he's gonna be their Kobe. Yeah, that's what it is. I hope so. I really hope so. Yeah, there'll be, there'll be I li- hope so. <laughs> <laughs> there would be literally no point to Steph playing in uh, playing in Charlotte mm-hmm. because what's it called? By the time his deal's up, he's gonna be thirty-five years old. It's like Jesus. And it, 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 at the end, yeah, yeah, I know. At the end, I'm gonna be like, God damn it, Steph's like thirty, right? Yeah. Is thirty is age thirty season? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's like okay, so Steph's gonna be making forty mil next year. So Clay's gonna be making thirty five. Mm. That's seventy five million dollars tied up in two players, and mm-hmm. you have you know to figure, um, you have to figure Draymond. You have to figure filling out a whole rotation. Boogie's Boogie's gone next year. Yo 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 yo. What if Boogie re-ups for like a minimum deal though? Why would Boogie re-up for a bit of a deal when he just missed out on his max because of the Achilles tear? Oh, yeah, that is true. He's only, like, he, like, like, like he's 30. He should be stacking money. Yeah. yeah. The, lots of teams are going to have are gonna have money this summer, too, so. Um, I don't, so, yeah, I think. I don't know, man. I, don't know, man. I, feel, I feel like chasing the rings is an optimal time at any age. I mean, sure. KD just showed us that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, KD showed. Yeah, KD showed. You can, you can, always, you can always re-change at age 29. KD? No, KD started ring-chasing at 28. Yeah. Like, peak, peak year. Yeah, yeah, prime year, prime year. So one of the best scorers ever. He said, "No, fuck it, I'm gonna chase a ring, yo." Man, how different would the league be if Katie didn't, Katie didn't leave? We'll never know. We'll never know. Um, we would never know. So yeah, there's definitely for a lot of teams. I think that you know, I think that you know, considering where they are in their careers, if you nobody's gonna. We're all in agreement. The Warriors are going to go for the three-peat this year, right? 100%. Right? Unless something disastrously happens. Unless, like, Steph Lee breaks his ankle. I mean, I think there's going to be teams that are competitive. OKC is going to compete with OKC. OKC is going to compete with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's not really anybody who's going to stand in their way at the end of the day. I think. So, the point is, it's like, okay, if you're seeing that a team is capable to get to the finals, and maybe you get you hang with the Warriors, you win a game, maybe you win two. Uh-huh. If you're that close, and you know that this group is going to get back there again, because they're going to be a year, a year older, a year, a year wiser, uh-huh. have more experience on their belts, why wouldn't you take the minimum to sign with them? And so they can have more flexibility to, uh, to add other guys. Hmm. Alright. See what I mean? Solid argument. Because... I mean, it's it's gonna be an expensive team for the Sixers next year. Mm-hmm. Super expensive. So start pulling money out of the asses for real. Like, hey, yo, AI, can you come over here and help? Okay, so I need you to stop spending 16k 
have TJ fries. We need a chip it. Yo, yo, Alan, I know you love mozzarella sticks, bro. Yo, AI, I need you to meet us halfway here, yo. But like $16,000 worth of mozzarella sticks, bro. And like a hooker. A hooker. All right, so let's talk. So let's talk a little bit about right, right at the borderline. So let's talk a little bit about teams that didn't make moves. The only t- I mean, we talked, we alluded to this a little bit before, but the only team that didn't like improve their standing in the East, the top, like the top four did: Toronto, Milwaukee, uh, the Sixers, and was it just those three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think just those three moves. Okay, so no, so the top three teams in the East made big moves, but the other team, the, the team that we all thought was going to be. A juggernaut this everyone, year. Every, everyone swore Boston was going to win like 65 games this year. We swore Boston. I thought Boston was going to win 60 games this year. I thought they were going to be um, they were going to be unbeatable. But wait, hold on. Spoiled the build up. Huh? Yeah, he did all that. You spoiled the build up. Oops. Yeah, you're a dick. Shut up. Continue. <sighs> okay. So <laughs> we all thought Boston was going to win 60 games this Stop year. Stop ASMRing the people. <laughs> You're chewing in their ears. You're you, chewing in their you car speakers. Damn chips, bro. No, you're eating my chips because I bought them. No, you're, 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 huh? Relinquish them. Him. Give me him. Huh? He's he not allowed to eat the yeah. box. Wait, he brought the dip, so I don't know. All right, it's my chips. He can eat dip. I don't care. Give me my chips. He's not allowed to eat them. They're too noisy. Being a dick. You're being a dick to our listener. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be just eating their car. They're gonna be in their cars driving to work. Are you? <laughs> no. Why, why you want to do that? Go to ASMR, bro. Why do you think I'm leaning away from it, man? Yeah, no. Yeah, sure they still hear it. Huh? They still hear it. So you start seeing the salmon? So they still eat it. Oh, God. If you heal up the salmon now, I think I'd literally kill you. <laughs> Anyways, Boston. Um, okay, so we thought Boston was going to be a juggernaut. They were going to be re- reintegrating Gordon Hayward. They are going to re- bring back Kyrie Irving. Basically, the plan we all thought they were going to be on uh, last year, they were going to start this year. Mm-hmm. But what happened? what has happened is that Gordon Hayward... Looks like a guy who just had a major reconstructive surgery on his foot. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving uh, went from going, oh, I'm going resi- to resign with Boston to I don't owe anybody shit. Mm-hmm. And then we got Marcus Morris saying, like, oh, you know, we're not really playing like a team. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. Such and such and such. So kind of with Boston, they've dealt with inconsistencies. They've dealt with, you know, injuries. Mm-hmm. And I think that we may have overestimated just what it would have it would have taken to integrate two all-stars mm-hmm. into the lineup because Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, they had really good years in the absence of uh, Gordon Hayward. Um, so maybe they got, they were, they're a little bit ahead of track now. They're trying to readjust to a role that maybe they Kyrie Irving out for like a good bit Kyrie last was, year. Kyrie missed the rest of the yeah, year. Kyrie, yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie missed like 30 games of the season that he yeah, missed no, the rest like of he the had, uh, He missed 30, he missed a bunch of time with his, his knee. His knee, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he didn't play in the playoffs. So, definitely... Something to think about with Boston is that maybe they're just not as good as we thought. Mm-hmm. We definitely, over, maybe, you know, the narrative is we definitely overestimated what Boston had and uh, what Boston brought to the table. So, I mean, it's entirely possible because, you know, they're not looking strong. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, like, all, they're, their like, top guys are just are openly, you know, talking shit about their team. They're, you know, I guess, you know, they're, they're, they're hitting up. Former teammates saying that I understand why you are the way you are, and you know now we're like buddy buddy. Maybe re-sign to a new team next year. You know Gordon Hayward's coming back after a year missing because of uh, the leg injury at the beginning of last season, and um, I don't know. It's you know it's entirely possible that we definitely overestimated uh, what the Celtics are and what the Celtics could be. 
I feel like I feel like I feel like that I feel like that big playoff run that they that they went on like during that that they went on last year gave us it gave us gave us an opportunity like like made us all think that oh maybe plugging in someone a player like Kyrie is gonna like is gonna turbocharge the team. Yeah, I don't know. You know, like maybe like looking back on it, it's like did it does it really make any sense to give to give Kyrie the the, the role that he wanted? Just because he wants mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you should get it. Right. You know, doesn't mean you just you know doesn't mean you deserve it. You know, like I I get it. But Kyrie was he has what one one ring? Yeah, just yeah. one of LeBron. Just one ring. Yes, he has one ring. Okay, and granted, he got that ring by beating the Warriors, coming back from a three one, uh, from the three one lead. We get it. The whole narrative was there, but when your team completely shuts down the year the year after, and then you decide to openly trade yourself over to the Celtics and. You know, it looked good, and then Gordon Hayward goes down. You really don't get to build the chemistry around him because he's gone. And then you go down, and you can't even play in the playoffs. Uh, here we are, year two of Kyrie Irving Celtics. Um, you know that you know maybe it's just not looking. At, it's not looking that hot anymore. Maybe it's not. Maybe you're they're not realizing that. You know, getting rid of getting rid of like some of your key players was not probably the good idea, and keeping Kyrie Irving. And you know you haven't said suck my dick at least once during <laughs> during this. <season. laughs> that was a great moment. That was a great moment though. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean maybe the Celtics don't even you know maybe the Celtics fall early in the playoffs. Do you even think they make the playoffs, Carlos? Although they, they're definitely making they'll the playoffs. Make the, so the East, they're, like, they're, like, they're like they're like they're like they're like the five seed. The East fucking garbage. Yeah, the so. East is still the East. Jesus. East. Oh, I thought you said East. Okay, so East. <laughs> the East is still you know it's still garbage at the bottom. But they're definitely gonna make the playoffs. But the thing is, I think that it's crazy that out of everything, you know, Boston fleeced um, Brooklyn when they were back, when they first got to Brooklyn to get all these picks to get all these assets. And if the only thing they come away from it with is just like recovering Gordon Hayward and like Terry and, like, and like and like two conference finals losses to LeBron. Yeah, it's like no, it's not, not even like the not even the results because we weren't they were kind of expecting it to be like a juggernaut. In the later half of the decade, because it takes time to develop this talent. But if the only thing they come away with from this is just like two years of like a gimpy Gordon Hayward, um, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and like no stars, no Kyrie, no AD, mm-hmm. that's gotta be a fucking failure, an absolute failure mm-hmm. for this for Danny Ainge. It's like how do you how do you turn all those assets into basically nothing? Because mm-hmm. if you lose Kyrie to free agency. Anthony Davis is not coming over there. He didn't. He doesn't want to go to there to begin with. He doesn't want to go there, and he doesn't want to go there and rebuild a team like he already was trying to do exactly. with New Orleans. The, the Celtics without Kyrie look like the fucking Pelicans. They can't. They look like they don't know their way out of a fucking ball. It would be AD trading, going from the Pelicans to the Pelicans. Yeah, just pretty much. Yeah, without Kyrie being there. Just yeah. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing is is that Boston's like at a critical point in their like franchise right now, like kind of like their future. Because if they lose Kyrie this summer, that's pretty much it. They're not going to bring anybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they're going to bring anyone else in. Like, if, if that does happen, mm-hmm. because 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 soon you have to pay the soon you have to pay those young guys. I mean, sure, you have to pay them, but like, I mean, it's not even, that's not it's not even that. It's just like if the, if that's what you come away with from like oh this gigantic fleecing of the fucking Nets that they were never going to recover from. The Nets look like they have a fucking brighter future than than in Boston right now. I prove it. I uh, I really enjoy I really enjoy how Brooklyn plays too. Cause think, cause think about it. they have they have like a strong system. They play like a team. They have what's it called? They managed to recover D'Angelo Russell, turn him into a legitimate 
Who, he's an all-star, right? Yeah, he's an all-star. He's yeah. an all-star. A legitimate all-star. Turned him from the world's most famous snitch to an all-star level player. Um, they found Karis... They dug Karis Lover out of the, out of the ground. They found Jared... They found Karis They found Jared Allen. They have a legitimate core. People want... And people want to play in New York City. They don't want to play in fucking Boston. Because mm-hmm. Boston hasn't had, like, any, like, major free agent signings, like, ever in their history. It's true. Look it up. That is true. That is true, yeah. Um... So my point, my point is the that you know, one, I think did, did they did, did they trade for Ray Allen? Did Ray Allen sign with them? No, Ray Allen, they traded for Ray Allen. Okay, yeah. Bucks. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So my it's like the point I'm trying to make is that you know for all the the Boston and the Nets, they their histories have been intertwined this whole decade. So for the Nets to come out after such a long rebuild where they had no picks, nothing going for them, and for them to come out looking better than Boston, that has to be a huge embarrassment for Boston. Mm-hmm. They have to like kind of just clean the whole house and just kind of start over again because you know i think that if they had all these picks if they had all these de- all what's it called it's not beeping. if they had all it's the it's the microwave it's being dumb oh word yeah um it's like i think it, i think there's a ghost because it just turns on in the middle of the night it's super dumb it's a bomb yeah i don't know um so if they, if they and i'm saying if they accumulate all these assets for them to like not pan out because the way it's looking now, all like the protect, uh, based on like protection and shit like that, they're only gonna have two picks to pl- two picks to trade, versus LA being able to trade a bunch more. Mm-hmm. So, do they really have the best offer for um for Anthony Davis this summer? No, I don't think so. So, so who has the best offer? Still, Lakers. I still think the Lakers have the best offer because they can offer the most. Yeah, and, and they've already made that, and they've made that offer. And the Pelicans just want to be petty, not trade him, not trade him because During of that. The middle of the season. They're in the middle of the season. They want to be petty. Okay, then you just screwed yourself because look at look at what Boston has to trade and look at how much it depends on other teams and how much it's breaking not their way. They're losing assets. They're losing um, kind of what's it called? They're losing leverage. They're losing like kind of like what they can give and over over what they're losing like um, they're losing a lot here. Boston being by you know the picks that they have, they're not going to convey. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so. What are the Pelicans? The Pelicans gain nothing. They gain nothing out of this other than just like to hurt their own trade leverage. And Boston, instead of making a move to kind of shake things up, because it's clear that they've been having chemistry issues, they've tr- they could have made a deal to do something, but no, no, no. We're going to wait. We're going to wait. We're going to wait. This, think about what happened to the Lakers last year. Where they were expecting Paul George to, uh, what's it called, to kind of just fall into their laps. And that didn't happen. So I think in the in the NBA, I think kind of like one of what we've been talking about today is like when the moment is there to strike, to make a deal, to make your team better, you need to take that opportunity. Stab, 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 stab. Yeah. Because if you just wait, you're gonna end up like oh. I got. I mean, I mean, you know, Lakers like, got I LeBron guess we're we waiting for it, but you know, well, maybe we'll get it eventually. Yeah, I, I don't know. If there's an opportunity to get better, and you know you can be better, and you know that's where your team's missing, like maybe one missing piece, or maybe mm-hmm. you just need to shuffle some guys around, then you know. You have to take that chance. I'm literally only thinking about that one scene from The Incredibles. Yeah. When Mr. Incredible <laughs> is in the driveway. And uh, the kids look at him. He's like, what are you waiting for? Well, he's, he's, like, he's like, what are you waiting for? He's like, I don't know. Something incredible to happen. He's like, me too, kid. Me too. That's the Celtics. Yeah, basically. The Celtics. And... Oh yeah, it's, oh yeah, that's pretty much Boston. And like, meanwhile, LA is trying to do everything to like pick up whatever they want to pick up, man. Mm-hmm. With like Matt, with like with like Magic Johnson tampering whenever he wants to, mm-hmm. and getting fined, him not caring about the. Uh, Yo, Magic Johnson needs to stop talking. 
I, I feel it. I feel. I feel like he's accrued a lot of like fines and just tampering, dude. Mm-hmm. Was it? Was it? Was he? Well, what, Magic was it? Johnson. Yeah, I think he got fined last summer for talking about LeBron on Jimmy Kimmel. No, Jimmy Paul Kimmel. George? It was down Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Uh, I think I think he, I think he Oh no it was for Paul George Because yeah. they were trying to get Paul George to LA But fuck you You got him for four years And then you, you pretty much got that Tampering shit for no reason I think he got fined For talking about LeBron When LeBron was like Questionable Yeah, yeah. Um, What else uh, I think I think I think he just He, he just got fined for Ben Simmons He yeah. just got Well no no they're they're know? investigating yeah, to see invest- if invest- there was any talks that were had because it was uh, reported I think, I think, yeah. it was reported that Magic Johnson uh, talked to Ben Simmons because uh, they had a game this week right they had a game where uh, they made an embarrassment of the Sixers Lakers washed them yeah uh, there was apparently a meeting or a discussion or a conversation mm-hmm. where Magic Johnson uh, oh no where Ben Simmons asked Magic Johnson to give him big guard tips mm-hmm. right pause. <laughs> ben Simmons. That that can't be tampering. Ben Simmons is just gay. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. If you're gonna be gay. You're picking the wrong person to be gay with. Up uh, oh, double up. It's not a hot take. Uh, no, I, I just fucked up. Problematic. Jesus Christ. That's a mean joke. That's mean. That's mean. Jesus. Leave, anyway. him leave him alone. Leave him alone. He, leave him alone. He's, a lot, he's made a lot of positive changes <laughs> in his life. Anyway, Magic Johnson is, you know, maybe offering to give some any sort of advice to Ben Simmons, but now the NBA is like, wait, like, isn't this like tampering? tampering bro? bro, aren't you tampering? Bro, are you doing it again? Like, are we going to have to give you, we're going to have to take some money away from you again. You need to pay us money again. $500,000 so you can't, be, can't keep your mouth shut. Bro, Magic Johnson is like so problematic for the Lakers. I mean, if you think about it, Magic's not really that good of a GM. Because what was, his, what was his first move to do this summer? Instead of signing shooters to space out with around LeBron, like every other fucking team that's won has done, uh, you get you signed the fucking meme team, JaVale, Lance Stevenson, Rashad Rondo, Michael Beasley. It's like, what the fuck is going on there? You guys look like those, that Avengers team from SpongeBob. Exactly. No, no, no. The <laughs> Avengers team that the Avengers team that was robbing the bank in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Hey, I remember you. <laughs> oh man, that's funny shit. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Except none of them have a really big gun. Nope. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the really big gun is LeBron. Mm-hmm. LeBron's the gun. LeBron's the weapon. Mm-hmm. But like, LeBron's the hammer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's the thing though. It's like Magic Johnson's not a good. I'm gonna drop the GM. hammer. He's not a good GM. Like, okay, he brought in LeBron, but trade deadline. You what? got you got outplayed. You got look got made to look like a fucking idiot. You look like fucking fools. And now you're now you're gonna lose again for fucking tampering. It's like, if you're the Lakers, you're like, this is embarrassing. We have an image to keep up. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're the Lakers. You yeah. guys had Kobe. You guys had Shaq. You know, we had Kareem. We had MJ. We had Michael. We 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 had, we had Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Magic Johnson when he was you know he was good. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing though. It's like I think the Lake, the Lakers really need to reconsider. It's like if they miss out, if they miss out on Anthony Davis this summer. You gotta like really take a hard look. It's like, do we want Magic Johnson? Running our base like our basketball ops, I could totally see the Lakers. I guess it should probably be like a hot take prediction, whatever. The Lakers could totally fire Luke Walton and Magic Johnson next year. They, they're thinking about firing Luke Walton now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. LeBron's thinking about firing Luke Walton. I mean, I, oh. think, I mean, that's the thing. Oh, like, oh, late GM. I mean, if they brought in somebody who has like legitimate basketball sense. 
who knows how to build a team around LeBron. If they brought in, uh, what's it called? Ty Lue. Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau. <laughs> they brought in Doug no, Thibodeau. See, it's like you bring in Tom Thibodeau if you want to see LeBron's career end like next year. I, I you honestly, LeBron tears ACL. That's how it's gonna happen. <laughs> Tom Thibodeau out here running like the running LeBron forty five minutes a game. I zipped my mustache. Jesus, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> um, I but like yeah, I guess that would be a hot take. Um, that is entirely possible by either the end by the end of next season. I thought I thought I thought I thought MJ was like a majority owner, like had like a partial ownership of it, or is that, or is that the Dodgers? Is that, is that the Dodgers? What? That's that's partial. Michael Jordan? No, 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 no. Magic, Magic Johnson. Johnson. Why Magic did you say you just, said, you just said Magic. I thought you said you talked about Jordan. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, I was gonna say Magic Jordan owned Charlotte. Yeah, um, Magic, yeah. Doesn't yeah, Magic, Magic Johnson part, owns part of like the Dodgers? Yeah, no, but like, like, does he have a stake with the with the Lakers or no? I think so. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah, probably. So, oh, okay, okay, okay. So the trustees can remove him from like from, from. from yeah, from sure. The, go ahead, have your stake in the company, but we, we're done with you being our GM. It's like, it's like, it's we're like, done with you being our public face because like, you're literally fucking it up. You're literally you're painting us. it at this yeah. point. You know, we were a championship squad, bro. We mm-hmm. had, we had, like we like we said, we had Shaq, bro. We had, we had, um, we had we Kobe. Had, you know, we, we had Kobe. Like, like, and you're you're coming in here. You won't stop fucking running your mouth. You know, you made an embarrassment out of this trade by making it so public. Uh, you keep getting fined because you won't keep your mouth shut. Like, you know, maybe maybe it's time that we, we get somebody else because you know you know I don't know how many fucking warnings you got to give you unless you sign us some big fish next like in this free agency next like you know coming up. You, you know, we might have to cut you. I mean, I mean, we have to fire you. Things, bro. things will be different. Like you won't get it's like if the Lakers sign Kyrie and then they add Anthony Davis. Magic's gonna be there forever. Yeah, so. 100%. Yo, but like, that's what happens. I'm saying. But like, this, I guess, you know, Magic Johnson's career could very well be in the balance in this upcoming free agency. I agree, yeah. Because if, bung- if they bungle this and LeBron gets no help and it's a LeBron will be 35 next year, mm-hmm. that's not looking good. Mm-hmm. Ooh, LeBron age 35, mm-hmm. probably gonna slow down. Probably not. Probably not. Mm-hmm. Year 17. Huh? Year 17. Mm-hmm. Damn, 17 years? Bro, he's about to have his permit. That's crazy, man. Wow. <laughs> But have his permit. He just took two the more years. Guys. He's about to be legal. Mm-hmm. That's it's it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, though, no. that's the thing though. A team needs to maximize the opportunity. You know, LeBron, he's getting up there in age, but LeBron also best player in the league. He's a franchise. He's a superstar. So mm-hmm. you need to maximize what you can with him. So those fucking around. I mean, you know, this messiness in public. This, uh, you know, you just you have to stop. You need to get someone in there. Knows what they're doing. Bring in the stars. Bring in the role players. Get LeBron the help he needs, and maybe the Lakers will return to prominence. Here I was thinking that the Ringling Brothers went out of commission. The circus just moved to the <laughs> Staples Center. <laughs> it's always been a circus in the Staples Center. I feel like the circus follows LeBron no matter what. All right, so that pretty much that I mean does that that pretty much covers what we wanted to talk about with basketball, right? I believe so. Yeah. I mean, if we want to do just like a quick politics sidebar, the government's going to shut down again in three days, so we'll have more news for you there. Basically, Trump and the Democrats, they're not budging from either of their positions. Mm-hmm. Democrats are right in not budging from their position because fuck a wall. Fuck mm-hmm. give me money for a wall. But um, other than that... Fuck your wall and get some money. <laughs> fuck a wall and get some money. So... <laughs> fuck a wall and get some money. <laughs> fuck the wall in general. <laughs> so I think, you know, just keep your eyes peeled for that. You know, this is, again, this is a fight that we're going to have. But, uh, you know, right now it's like politics has kind of been in like a deadlock because nothing's going to get done. 
because of this gridlock, you know, between Congress and the Senate, it's a whole big fucking I f- thing. I feel, I feel, I feel like the most interesting thing going on in politics right now is the uh, the growing legend of AOC. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she's just like out here doing shit. It's really great. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think, I think, I think during like a, a during like a, a congressional hearing, like she pointed out the flaws of like our current system and how like lobbyists have like control all oh, DC and everything. You mm-hmm. saw, you saw that video. Was, like, yeah, five, I saw that. It was like five minutes. Like, oh, it was like yes, yes. Go ahead, go ahead. They were saying that they were saying that she uh, is, you know. She, what, she's a very dangerous weapon because yeah. what she's doing is she's showing how dumb the Republicans look and she's explaining to the Democrats and anybody listening how simple it is to figure out what the problems are. Um, how It's figuring out what the problems are With in, 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 simple, in simple English. That's the scary part is that you can they, they can throw out all these big terms all they want. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. confuse them. You can say like Article 6 or some shit like that. Yeah. But what she did yeah, like, was like, just like, illustrate... Um, how the Republicans are literally uh, uh, letting Donald Trump get away with murder. Yeah. I mean, the thing, the thing that she does is, like, we have to remember how she's just... I love person. that story that she used, that five-minute clip. Yeah. Oh, God. It was, <sighs> she's just a regular person. This time last year, she was just starting out her campaign. Mm-hmm. And the, and the year before, at a bar. And the year before that, she was working as, like, a fucking bartender. Mm-hmm. So like, a re- the regular regular. Yep. And that that's what's important because like I think what a lot what happens a lot what's happened a lot with Congress since like maybe uh, let me see what's happened a lot since like the Supreme Court case Citizens United that's just let more and more money into politics more mm-hmm. and more moneyed interests and what happens is that a lot of these politicians get bought because like oh they'd rather get the check than actually do their job and serve the people mm-hmm. power and money is more attractive to them than actually doing their civic duty just thinking about the future. Yeah, and she's thinking is. about the future and the fact that you know she didn't take any any type of donations, yeah. any type of corporate money. It was just all grassroots built on based on what the community needed. Mm-hmm. That is why she needs like she needs to be the model for our representatives going forward because yeah. that's how her action gets shit done. Exactly. Like she's thinking future. She's thinking like you know she's thinking yeah, like she, two thousand. She's thinking two thousand fifty. She's thinking she's thinking two thousand one hundred. She's thinking three thousand and eight, bro. She's thinking about it all. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's definitely a fresh of breath air, and it's um yeah. It's it's American politics too. Regular person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regular person is like 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 pretty much gives like like it's pretty much giving like the American public a bit, like a gigantic TLDR on how the government works. Yep. Because because that's because, perfect way to describe it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because I feel like everyone knows to an extent extent that like that like that big pharma big money corporations do have a humongous sway in Congress, but like unnecessary. Well, why? Why? Uh, unnecessary. <laughs> this guy Brady just flipped off a water bottle off like a table for no reason just to make Carlos mad. Can't explain it, yourself, Brady. Can to defend your honor? Asshole. Oh, he's tight. Wow. Dude. <laughs> shrug. Just give us a little Kanye shrug. Mm-hmm. Eh. Don't do it again, please. He's gonna do it again. I just said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. He's gonna do it again. All right. So that kind of just ties up what we want to do for politics. Yep. And um, yeah, welcome to uh, day day eight of a Patriots. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, the Patriots champion run. Oh, it's it's been uh it's been a great week. Yeah, I just got my T-shirt in that says we're the Super Bowl champs. He's wearing it right now. Yeah, I'm wearing it right now. Along with pa- along with Patriots beanie. Right, along with Patriots beanie. Patriots Patri- Patri- wearing like day Patri- wearing like TV right now. Day feels just as good as day two. Yeah. Uh, stay tuned for more updates about uh <laughs> about our our national champions of the world. I swear to fucking god. Okay. Now closing thoughts. <laughs> <laughs>
right, guys. All right, just closing thoughts, yo. So let's kill this episode. We kind of want to update you guys. Things coming. This is episode 15, kind of like a benchmark episode. Mm-hmm. It ends with a five, so sure, people like round numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just want to let you guys know, you know, we're going to be having photo shoot coming up within, I think, what, next week? Yeah, we're gonna try to we're gonna try to get a photo shoot. At least going. for the at least for the month ends. Yeah, we're gonna definitely have it before the end of February. Update our Instagram in that type of way. Follow us on Instagram at Memby Podcasting and follow us on Twitter Memby Podcasting. Um, you know, all of our socials. We'll yeah, I guess we'll plug we'll, we'll plug it right now. Mine is Brandon.net. Carlos is Carlos Jess and Chris is Chris Batista twenty seven. Twenty four. Like God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know your damn friends, don't you? Don't know your fucking friends, don't you? Get out, get rid of numbers. That's all I gotta say. There you go. Sounds tempting, but yeah, maybe I'll do it. Okay, so uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna definitely get a we're gonna have like a little photo shoot. Not a little, I would call it. We're gonna have a photo shoot. We're gonna, we're gonna have fun. We're gonna flex on y'all. We're gonna we're gonna flex for the gram. We're gonna yeah. have faces. We're gonna have faces uh, to the logo. Yes. That's another thing we're gonna do. We're also gonna try to update our logo by the end of the month mm-hmm. uh, because you know it's pretty. We got a simple logo. We want to like up it because yeah. you know it's you know we're, we're. I made it. I thought we need to stand out. Yeah, exactly. We need to stand out. The quality we give you guys is. Awesome we, every week. Yes, we want we, we want to make sure that like our cover photo matches the quality that we're giving you. Yeah, that's so pretty that much is it. the highest possible quality yes. mm-hmm. that has ever existed in the yes. history of podcasts. Exactly. So we'll have, we're gonna have a photo shoot next week. Um, you know, it, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun to do that. Um, and what else? We're gonna probably record another emergency episode. I feel like I feel like I feel like, I, I feel like I feel like every time we record an emergency episode it feels great because I'm just here at the end, yo man, just like another secret weapon over here, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like, one, like, we got one in the chamber, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I keep that bang on me, yo. We're here ready to shoot y'all with content. Mm-hmm. Finger guns. Yeah, buddy. Uh you know, we're probably gonna talk you know, uh I mean I mean, that's pretty much the big things that we're going to go on. We're going to try to get the photo shoot, logo, emergency episode, probably going to get, to get two in the bank, three in the bank, you know, whatever we want. Instagram's going to be more lit, so please follow us oh, on there. So, so we're actually, more. Before, before, we, before we end this, I kind of just want to talk about, you guys are going to see this in, like, our, in like our promo, like, later in the week. You're going to see it on Thursday. Oh, I thought we're going to, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to hit y'all. Earlier tonight, when we were recording, in the prep for our episode, we kind of found some old videos, some found footage of us back in high school. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys see these clips, it's going to be, oh God. It's, 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 a, it's a sight to see because uh, Carlos looks like a child. He yeah. looks like his fucking head doesn't match the shape. It of really him. doesn't. His head does not match the proportions I, of I, his body. I look like a fucking ball. Chris, Chris's head was actually 360 degrees. Yeah. Um, a whole circle. Yeah. Old circle, bro. You know, if you, you know, it really was circular circle you know, you, back then. Brandon, you, you actually haven't been. You actually haven't changed too, too much. Yes. Back then. I, I, you guys will probably see this video and you'll be like, "Oh, he kind of looks like that, but he looks, you know, like a bit more handsome. Like, you know, maybe, you know, maybe he's, maybe he's actually pretty good looking." I, I know for a fact I got cute. And you know, like. What, what, yeah. what, I, 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 what is, what's the term that the kids use? I, I, I glued up. I, I glued up. You glued up. You started eating glue. Yeah, sorry. I, I started eating glue and everything changed. Yo, man. Yo, man. Yo, man. What's turn? What's the turn? Eighteen, yo. I can't. I can't really. Me and a ton of glue. I can't really read as fast as I used to, but yeah. yo, know, it's so good. But like, Elmer's. <laughs> gotta thank you. Gotta thank Elmer's out there, man. Mm-hmm. That's the real MVP. Elmer's glue. <laughs> That's all. That's all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, that video. That the video that we're gonna post up is. Oh God. 
it's legendary. It's, 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 it's pretty like, much what this with this podcast. I feel it's like I feel like, I feel like I feel like I feel yeah. like the video showing up like like shows that like we've actually been like friends for a while. That video, yeah, the video and, was recorded 2013, and we actually haven't changed that much. Since, yeah, no. we, as you hear from the Russia intro, it. Mm, Mm-hmm. As you hear from our comrades Dimitri mm-hmm. and our, our our one take wonders, we we literally have not changed. <laughs> I, I feel like the sense of humor has like matured a lot, has matured a lot more, mm-hmm. but the execution's still the same. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think we're we're better now. We're better now because like you know we can have, could we do, could we have done this podcast back in like 2013? It'd be as fuck if we did it. If we did. Oh, well, I mean, I didn't even watch basketball. Yeah. Or care much for politics. So no, we, this podcast would not exist. It would have literally just been us just like sitting here talking for like an hour. It would have been none of that would have fit for. We would be talking about like, you know going to the movies or like going to Kotoba. We would have been like, dropping like we would have been calling. There would have been a lot of a lot of. Uh, there would have been a lot of profanity. A lot of homophobic slurs. Yeah, there would have been. A, not that there's like. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It would be problematic. Not that there's not profanity on this podcast. There's definitely plenty of profanity. A lot of profanity. A fuck ton of it, brother. <laughs> a lot of shit talking on this goddamn podcast. You okay? Yeah. yeah. Shit posting, brother. Yeah, we shit posting on Reddit, yo. We're, we're fucking cursing all the fucking time on this oh, fucking bro, podcast. No bro. fucking doubt, yo. No. Like no bullshit. Like yo, man. really, like like you we might burn in hell for this shit, bro. Yo, like, yo, bro, bro, bro. We are out here cursing like a bunch of motherfucking sailors, yo. Yo, bro, like, like sailors. I, I am I I I motherfucker. Yeah, I I I captain, bro. You know who said that? Me fucking motherfucking bitch. Ooh, ooh Captain Brand the fucking captain, yo. I'm the captain of this motherfucking bitch. Look at me, I am the captain of this fucking ship, bro. Don't worry about that. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> we're on like we're on like we're on like elevens, but like Carlos wants to be down to like threes. Nip. I say literally like five. Huh? You need to chill out. I'm trying to think of other curses. I'm drawing a blank. How are you drawing a blank on curses? It's fucking dumbass. We said shit. Dumbass. Fucking y'all. Girls, Bunch of being a, he's being a real fucking asshole right now. Yo, I'm huge asshole. asshole. He's a big asshole. Dude. I just think he's like a censor. What is he? The fucking FCC? No. I just want you to yo, 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 yo. I pie from the fuck down. Yeah, yo. you know what he is? He is the FCC. He's a fucking cunt ass cuck. Whoa, you. you oh, man. <laughs> now, he's, now he's just gone all right. Let's just move on. Um, oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, yo, he's gone all He's gone all right. Yeah, you moved to Vermont. You got the tiki torches, bro. Mm-hmm. Yo. He's being a real cocksucker right now. Okay. So, you want to know what's real fucking good? This episode is sponsored by this whole food salsa that Chris came through with. That shit was mad fucking good. It's a it's a it's a tomato and white sultana chutney. That might sound like gibberish mm-hmm. to the that, regular. That might, that also, might sound like gibberish. It might, it might sound like a Mortal Kombat character, but it, 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 it might sound like a Mortal Kombat character. But we all know it's a Street Fighter one. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I'm I think sorry. You, I think you mean Soul Calibur. Get it correct? No, Chun Li. All right, Nikki, relax. <sighs> It's the second time we're gonna end it here. Yeah, no, we've been around too many times on this episode. So, uh, actually, wait, actually, before, before we have one more closing thought. Before, I think yesterday on the 11th, pitchers and catchers reported. Okay. Baseball is officially back on the menu, folks. And you know what that means? And you know what that means when baseball is back on the menu? It means we're gonna hit home runs, we're gonna get strikeouts. And when I say me, we, I mean the Yankees. 28 rings, bro. We're gonna, reach, we're gonna achieve ring number 28 this season at all costs. And we'll let you know that. Like, we do not want the Boston's Red Sox to succeed. We do not want the Astros to succeed. Boston can eat a whole turn. Fuck them. We don't want the Dodgers to win a ring. We don't want, like, um, we don't want the Brewers to win a no, ring. F- f- listen. This is the fucking motto. Yankees only. It's all, that's how it's been ever since the beginning of time. Fuck out of here with all this bullshit. Oh, I have an NL team. I have an ALT. Fuck. No, 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 no. I have an NL team, yo. Shut the fuck up. No one cares. <laughs> um, I care. That's the motto, nigga, yellow. I, I don't. 
<laughs> about it every day. All right, every so day. that's episode fifteen. It might be podcasting. I'm Sasha. I'm Dimitri. And I too am Dimitri. <laughs> I know, but for, but for real, episode. And 15. this is comrades be posting. Posting. <laughs> posting. <laughs> comrades be posting on all of your Facebook walls. All of your Facebook was trying to influence the outcome of the of the election next year. We're gonna influence the outcome of the free agency. You're doing as the Americans say. You're making it hot. No, we are. No, no, you are wrong. We, we, it's it's very cold in Russia. What are you talking? No, about? no, 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 no. You have it wrong. We are tampering. Oh my God. Find Magic Johnson five hundred thousand dollars. My name is Brandon. I'm Carlos. And I'm Chris. We're, that's episode fifteen. We'll yeah. see you guys next week. Bye. Have a nice day.